Welcome to the Artist Academy podcast, a place where we focus on the business side of art to help you attract more customers, increase profits, and ultimately live a life of creativity and financial freedom. I'm your host, Andrea Earhart, and we have a solo episode today where I'm going to talk all about painting while pregnant this year and how I earned $65,000 in my third trimester. Don't worry, I'm not going to give you pregnancy tips or anything. I'm just going to talk about some of the most common questions that I've gotten. Also a breakdown of exactly how I made that much because I'm always wondering from other artists, I'm like, okay, how did they get that customer? Or what's their pricing strategy or all those things. So I'm going to break it down for you. So this is very much a business-minded thing along with some pregnancy talk. But I just finished my last mural project of the year in preparation for maternity leave. Crazy. Uh, I'm like, I'm staring at it earlier and just being like, am I done? Am I really done? Wait, this just feels so weird to not have anything else on my schedule waiting for it to happen and or another customer, you know, waiting for me to start their project and update them. And I don't have anything. <laughs> it feels so freeing to have nothing on my schedule until like February, March, April. I don't know when I'm going to go back, but I have plenty of months and the rest of the year. Oh, crazy. Also, talk about waiting till last minute. I had just hit the 39-week mark. This episode will come out at my 40-week mark, so I'm recording just a one week ahead, but I am now full term, and or the baby is done. He's fully cooked, pretty much. It's just waiting for him to be ready to come out, so I feel like I can finally now talk about the whole experience, what it's been like painting while pregnant, and like the whole thing, because I feel like we're right at the end now, and waiting till last minute. I just finished my last mural just a week before my actual 40-week due date. Also, I didn't realize in the beginning, you're actually pregnant longer than nine months. I didn't realize that was a thing. So we are nine months on the dot right now, but we still have possibly a week or two to go just to see. Like this is, I feel tricked. Like we're actually, this is like nine and a half months possibly, maybe, I don't know. Anyway, my idea for painting while pregnant this year did not go as planned. I thought that I would hustle really hard during the spring and summer months, then it'd take a few months off at the end, you know, assuming that there would be a time that would come when I wouldn't be able to physically paint murals anymore. There's so much bad stigma, I feel like, around pregnancy or the advice that I get or people talking about it that's just like, oh, it was so painful or oh, I was so uncomfortable or I didn't sleep or all the things. But that's not what happened with me. And I just want to preface this by saying I'm going to speak on my own personal journey. And, you know, this is no, I'm not projecting, you know, what my experience was on you or, and I know that there are people out there, plenty, who have had a really hard time with pregnancy, with nausea and all the things. And I feel for you. I was expecting it. I was waiting for it. I was like, when am I going to throw up? When am I going to feel overly exhausted? Or like, it just never happened. I don't know, like, which I feel so grateful for and lucky. So when August came around, which was the start of my third trimester, and I still felt fine, I was like, okay, well, maybe now I can, I'll just keep working. <laughs> I'm not going to take some months off. And then September came around in October and now November. And 
actually found that keeping my body moving and my mind busy was the best possible thing for me. And like I said, I kept moving so much that I ended up earning a whopping 65000 here in the last three months, my third trimester, which is crazy. The cherry on top of that statement is that I did it without sacrificing my rest, my social schedule, or like my mental peace. Basically, I didn't work myself to burnout or even close to it like I've been known to do in years past. And really not overdoing it and just having a steady schedule that wasn't, that was busy, but wasn't necessarily taxing on my body. I didn't want to overheat. I didn't want to overdo it. I know when my legs got tired, I rested. And so that, that's been my mentality basically all year. And even this past summer. So instead of working my summer away like I've always done since I can remember, I took time off to live life. And my entire first and second trimesters, instead of hustling like I thought I was going to do, I just spent them working a couple days a week, two, maybe three, then doing whatever I wanted, (laughs) resting, crafting, home projects the rest of the time. I made sure to make about, since we love to talk about money here, and to give you a really just hard set idea of how much I worked, I made about $1,000 to $2,000 a week this summer. And that's it. And then I just played. (laughs) Literally, as soon as I got out of high school, I remember wanting to make money so bad and wanting just having that drive of like, I'm going to set myself up for life. And so I threw myself into the workplace and odd jobs all summer long. But this year, I just said no thanks. I want to enjoy being pregnant and having this awesome belly (laughs) for the summer and do some work, but mostly relax and baby prep, learn things. I just dove into YouTube and all learning all the new baby products, and it was just so much fun. And I raised guinea fowl. <laughs> so, yeah, I brought home six guinea chicks, which are they basically look like chickens, but they're louder, maybe a little bit bigger. They lay eggs and they eat all the bugs out of the yard. But I, I was, I just decided I want guinea chicks, and I so we brought them home in the spring, and now we have guinea fowl <laughs> running free all over our property being all cute and loud and eating the bugs and hopefully we'll get eggs in the spring. And so that's something that I did this summer besides painting and working my life away. And I've really, really, really enjoyed it. Call it nesting, call it early mothering. I don't know. I just wanted to raise birds. Also, I pickled a lot, you know, like growing cucumbers and canning them. It's like making pickles. And I have a impressive stockpile. Like I wanted to say maybe like a, maybe like 70 cans of pickles in my, in my cupboard. I don't know. And I mentioned this because in recent years, I, you know, I've, I've had a garden and we've been growing cucumbers and things for several different seasons. And I always thought it was such a bother in past years, you know, to take time out of my day to take these pickles that I've grown or these cucumbers and make them into pickles. You know, I grew them for this exact reason, but every summer would come around and it would come time to harvest them. And I would feel so annoyed because all I wanted to do was work. Really, just inside of me, that's all I wanted was to make money and set myself up so we could eventually buy the house and do the things and Even actually in the back of my head, there was this time clock of like, okay, I wanted to have babies 
soon-ish. And so I wanted to just work, work and set myself up to now be at this present time and to not have to worry about it. So, But I've been thinking about working towards this maternity leave for so long and planning and years. And even when I wasn't sure that I really wanted kids, I <laughs> I kind of knew that I did deep down. And I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to have to set myself up to where I'm going to have money coming in or I'm going to you know, get my skills to a level to where I can do things quickly and like build up my name so that nobody forgets about me. Like I have been planning for this for a very, very long time. And I mentioned this because I'm always preaching the hustle and like get out there, do the things, you know, work really hard. And I still believe in that. But I also believe that there's a time and place to not work or even think about work. And for me, it was this year preparing to bring life into the world eventually, which is coming any day now, which is crazy. However, as I was resting and enjoying my free time this summer, I also found that I got a little bit lonely. <laughs> I realized that everyone around me was in the full summer busy season of work and more work and all the things. And not everybody has the free time to just hang out. So I got a little bored. <laughs> and so I hopped back into the workforce, really, just full force. Instead of working two to three times a week, I was like, okay, I'll just maybe work four to five like, <laughs> like normal in my last trimester because I kept you know, it felt good. And it also kept me from watching the baby clock counting down and until he arrives, really. And counting back, I did 14 different projects in three months, some very big, some just two-day projects, and as well as running the Artist Academy and making videos for our fourth quarter success plan and getting all of that ready. And so I'm going to break down how I got each of those projects right now. So $65,000 broken down into my top one of 17000 was my top mural project that they're my highest paying one. And that came from a local college. And we have been working on this one for several months, meaning I haven't been painting it, but I've been designing it through the summer and going back and forth on what they've wanted. I've been working with a committee, which <laughs> if you've ever worked with a committee, you know the headache of everybody wants to say, we changed it 10 different times. And so it was just a lot of back and forth to where I actually painted it here really in this past month. But I've been working towards, you know, the planning and preparation and doing the deposits and all the things most of the summer. But so for a local college and they, let's see, it was a student actually, who is on this board, this like school improvement board type thing. And she recommended me for this project. And it was just one of those weird ones where like, I had just left a project and I checked my email and like two minutes ago, I got an email and it was from her and she's like, hey, I have this possible project. Can you call me? I called her three minutes after she emailed me and she's like, that's fast. I'm like, I know I just happened to be by my email. And so I just wanted to call you. And it was just, it's one of those that's just worked out really, really well. It's like one of those that just feels like I was meant to do this project from the lettering that we used to the imagery and all the things. I just felt like I have been preparing for a project like this my whole mural career because I was able to do it quickly from experience and lettering and just knowing what they wanted and all the things. And it just worked out really, really nicely. But she, 
said that she asked around to a couple different people at the school, a couple different advisors and professors, and they all pointed towards me because they follow me on social media. So chalk one up to social media for getting the $17,000 mural job, which is why I'm always preaching (laughs) do reels, get on Instagram, do be consistent, do all the things because they knew who I was and they've been following me for a few years. So they knew that I was more established and they felt, this is coming from her, they felt confident having an experienced muralist on a big project like this. Somebody who would know what to do and could, you know, fulfill it. And not to say that a new muralist couldn't, but they just, they had more confidence in me because I had been in it for the long game. And so chalk one up to the long game in here. So all of you new artists out there, keep posting on Facebook and all the things. And it just, it pays off later. It's like you do so much work now and you think nobody's seeing it, but you get a new follower all the time and it just, it it adds up. Okay, I'll go on. My second top mural was a $15,000 mural, which was was also great. And it was to do a greetings from Lockwood mural. So one of those greetings from, like it was really big. It was like 30 foot by 20 foot, something huge. And they also found me from my social media presence. And so again, same thing. They saw my work. They've been seeing it for years. They knew that when something like this came along, they were like, her, we want her. She has the experience. And it also helps that I created a greetings from mural in Springfield so they could see that and say, okay, well, she has experience with this specific thing too. We want her to do a greetings from mural in our town. And it started out to be a $10,000 mural and then they wanted it bigger and We just worked together to create a design, and this is one where I had the Artist Academy out during our mural meetup in, I think it was August. So, like, we finished it in August, so this is one of the first ones in the start of my third trimester. And, yeah, I had other people helping me, and I ended up paying out, I think, about $3,000 in expenses on this one because just having people help me and lift cost and all the things, but it was so unbelievably worth it because just having a helper every single day out there, just not only to like lift things, because I was in my third trimester in pregnancy, and so not necessarily supposed to overdo it, just to have somebody out there helping me with this, but just fill in the gaps. It saved so much time as compared to when I did this Greetings from Springfield mural all by myself. I probably spent two weeks on that thing, got paid $1,500 to do it because I pitched it it was, we were working with a nonprofit. It was, it was not profitable, but I just told myself long game. Eventually I will get profits from doing this mural and getting the exposure from it. And that paid off. So now four years after doing that $1,500 greetings from Springfield mural, about the same size as this one, it was, it's big. Spent a lot of time on it. Barely made minimum wage. <laughs> I finally can cash in on that, on the effort that I did earlier, and do this Greetings from Lockwood mural for $15,000. So not $1,500, 15000 And it really paid off. So 
I'm like sitting in this whole like long game appreciation right now. And I hope that you feel that and you just keep doing the things that think might move the needle later on. Anyway, okay. (laughs) Okay, so my next one, there's just a bunch of 1,000 to $5,000 murals now that I'm just going to go through. But I did a $1,500 pair of wings that were in the shape of fire and a $2,300 Airbnb mural and a $1,700 kids jungle room mural. And all of those were just from referrals. So referrals from people who have followed me on Instagram or referrals from people that I know or whatnot. And that came from a referral. So yeah, you just never know who's watching and who's following and who can refer you. One came from my husband. One came from somebody who just follows me online. And then one person, another person came from somebody who just follows me online. So that's where that came from. And then I did another set of floral wings for $1,500 from someone who knows me from my local street art around town. So, and a lot of those projects I did in the beginning, early on that, so basically the Greetings from Springfield mural wings that I got paid very little for in the beginning in order to now get paid for them now. Again, just a lot of long game stuff of almost free stuff that I did in the beginning that is now paying off. Okay, next set, I got paid $5,000 to do two murals in Kansas City, and that came from Thumbtack. So if you don't know thumbtack.com, you can go on there. It's just like, kind of like an Etsy, sort of, but for muralists and you know specialty workers you can get illustrator jobs on there thumbtack.com you can set up a profile and you get a lot of leads and you pitch to those leads saying why you're the best person to do it sometimes they choose me sometimes they don't I'd say one out of three times I get chosen you have to pay for leads I pay about $17 per lead and so it's kind of like just a pay-to-play type thing and then I'm doing other murals for them. This same customer that I got on Thumbtack in Kansas City, I'm doing more murals for them next year. So this was a big one for me, and that's really going to pay off. I also got my first plaster sculpture mural from Thumbtack, and they ended up paying about $2,500 for the set of sculpture murals inside of their home. So $7,500 of this total came from Thumbtack. So the next one, I was so excited about this in my free time, quote, free time, (laughs) the time that I don't want to be on my feet doing murals and I just want to sit and play on my iPad. I have been doing sketches for Walmart and I got this from, it was kind of a call to entry that was sent to my email and I'm not sure how they got my email, but I'm guessing it was, actually, no, no, I know because, okay, I know this is how it happened. My website has just been up for a really long time, so it's easy for people to find. You know, it has that SEO feature now (laughs) that comes with just having a website up for a very long time, and they got my email from there, and they went into my contact me thing, and they pitched saying, hey, we have 
installation murals coming up in Walmarts all around you. Would you like to apply? And so I thought that was kind of weird. It was kind of like a cold email, like call for entry type thing, but it came from my website. And so that's just one point to the website, just having a website up for a, a while. That's how it happened. <laughs> and they basically pitched me to do, how do, how do I explain this? I did sketches on my iPad in, with a very, in a very certain way. So basically I created a mural on my iPad and then I sent it to them in a very high, high resolution and they print them out in Walmarts all over. So it's more of like an illustrator type job, which I was hesitant to take. But since I didn't, I don't really want to be on my feet all the time, I thought it would be perfect to where when I need a rest break or a day break, I would just do these sketches. And the first one, they paid $500, which I didn't think was very much. But in the contract, they said, you know, if you do one for $500 and we like it, then we'll pay you $800 from now on. So I have done three for $800 and one for $500. Add that up. And so that's what I've been doing. And that's been a really, really, really great thing for my mental productivity type stuff where I'm like, okay, I need to rest my feet let me do this. And it just, yeah. So it's been like spare money. So one point for the website, I was commissioned to do a $2,500 boat. This person found me off of LinkedIn. So a point for LinkedIn. (laughs) And he said, hey, I just bought this weird little like amusement park boat. Can you paint it? And I pitched him that I would paint a watermelon on it because I've been craving watermelon all summer. And he went for it. So I painted a melon boat. I only charged him $2,500 for it. Probably could have charged him way more. However, he paid me cash. So we all know that's tax-free. So I should, I probably shouldn't be saying that. But someone pays me cash. It didn't happen. So that's 30% that extra. So I charged him $2,500. Plus also LinkedIn. I was actually at one of my baby appointments the other day and a nice woman came up to me and said, I follow you on LinkedIn. And I was like, whoa, wow. I actually told my husband about that. I was like, I was recognized at my OB appointment. And he's like, well, you're kind of hard to miss right now. (laughs) I was like, hey, (laughs) yeah. So, and then The last bit, I have made $12,000 from the Artist Academy here in the last three months, which is so cool. And I just wanted to include that because, first off, it's a major source of income that I have nowadays. But thinking back in the day, four years ago when I started the Artist Academy, the first year, I made nothing. (laughs) Nothing between... What I invested in, you know, the Artist County platform to hire a virtual assistant and then house all of our tutorials and then a course to learn how to do it. And I paid for a mentorship from people who have done it before me. So a lot of the things that I preached for you to do, (laughs) the first year I made nothing on the Artist Academy. And then the second year, I think I made $10,000 total. And then the third year, was probably around 30 and now this year will probably be about 50,000 and so it just goes up and up and up and you know I started this not only to help artists because there's a need and I truly enjoy it yada yada corny stuff I saw this as a plan for maternity leave four years ago and I just want to like sit in that and appreciate that that foreshadow planning because I remember starting this and being like, this is a really good business idea because it's it'll take a lot of work at first, but then to maintain it nowadays, it really doesn't take that much. I have 
I create videos. I know how to teach now. I know how to be there for my students. I know what, I know what they want. I know what they need and I can easily give it to them. And I've already made pre-made videos for the rest of the year for our fourth quarter success plan so that I really don't have to do anything from now until January other than really nothing other than showing up. So I'm going to be keep showing up for our virtual meetups every Monday. We have a live meetup where if you want to come and get your questions answered and just talk to other artists and whatever, you know, if somebody needs clarity on what we're doing or whatnot, I, we have a virtual meetup every Monday if you're in the master's group or every other Monday if you're in the regular Artist Academy group. And so I'm going to keep showing up for them. I'm going to take a little bit off in the next couple weeks while I'm like covering, but December and January, I'm going to hop back on. And that's it. That's I'm just going to be maintaining. However, I will say I spend, so I make about 4000 a month on Artist Academy, but I spend about $1,000 a month on podcast editors. Hi, Richie. <laughs> and my virtual assistant. Hi, Anne, who are listening to this before me. And to house the platform and just little things to so where I don't have to be in it all the time taking up so many hours it really helps me especially and my virtual assistant props to you for making my life so much easier <laughs> so yeah I make about four thousand and I spend a thousand so I'm profiting about three thousand a month just to be completely open about all of the things because <laughs> that's that's what we do here and also with hiring help so for that 65k that I made in the last three months about $8,000 went to hiring help. So painters, assistants, editors, stuff like that. And about 3000 went into supplies. So lift rentals, paint, portable materials. I've been doing a lot of installation murals lately, which has been so great to be able to work in my studio and then just deliver the thing and have them install it. So great because I can wake up whenever I want. I don't have to be anywhere. I can take breaks when I want. I can put stuff on the crockpot meals and like just check on it every once in a while. Like it's just, I love being able to work in my studio and do installation murals. Also, side note, we have an installation mural section inside the Artist Academy if you want to see all the things I'm doing. But it's basically I've painted on boards, I've painted on metal, polytab, which is this like wallpaper type material that I just put up in my studio, paint it, and then deliver it. It's been so great, especially for this last trimester to do, to be able to do stuff like that. And I'm so excited to continue that while having a baby at home and being able to do installation murals, working in my studio. Oh, so crazy. I just, uh, I'm just sitting in this like gratitude space right now of just like thinking my, my younger, <laughs> earlier self for preparing for this, for wanting to work hard to build a studio, for wanting to, you know, just planning and doing the hard work then so that I can rest right now. It feels so good. I'm just so happy. <laughs> anyway, so 65K and then you take out, so 8K for hiring, 3,000 for supplies. So <laughs> that is... 54,000 total that I actually made. So it wasn't 65,000 in profit. It was just 65,000 of checks worth coming in and then take out hiring help and all the things. We are about $54,000 in the last three months, which is still pretty dang good. It's more than my mother makes in a year. And, you know, not to compare or be, that's what I think about. I'm like, okay, she works hard every single day for 
30-some thousand dollars for the whole year. And I just made $54,000 in three months. Crazy. And now I have this just saving, even more savings amount to go into maternity leave to be like, okay, if I don't want to work for a year, I can do that. It's okay. I can do that. Also, if you want to take out taxes out of that, it's just so sad. I probably made about 47, 48,000 actual total if you want to take taxes out of it. But I don't like to, I don't even like to think about that. But that's real life, you know? Okay. So moving on to some common questions. I've had a lot of people annoyingly comment on my stuff being like, should you be painting while you're pregnant? The chemicals, give it a break. Even my own father was like, you should really not paint while pregnant. I'm like, you don't know. (laughs) It's, It's so unsolicited advice, let me tell you. So my take on that is if you can smell it, it's getting into your system, so you probably shouldn't be smelling it. So I have had, I've done masks, I've done heavy-duty masks or just like light dust masks just to kind of like lighten it. There's been a couple times where I've been in a room and I just open a window and it's fine, but there's been a couple times where I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't have painted that day because it was, I was working with acrylics or a latex and I could smell it all day and it's probably not a good idea. But I've talked to other muralists who have worked their whole pregnancy, and you just make sure to be in a ventilated area, and it didn't bother them, and it's not likely going to bother me. I'm also not sensitive to paint, so. but if you are, then, you know, obviously take other precautions. But when I was using varnish or when I was using a lot of paint, typically I would have a mask on. So that was my thing. If I could smell it, then I would try to mask up or get more ventilation. And it was fine. I really don't think that there's any problems. I've had no problems so far. So that's that. I think you can still paint and be pregnant. So, And many other artists do too. So take that, people who comment on my stuff. <laughs> okay. Even my doctor said that. Like even my, my, my doctor was like, so are you, is the air ventilated? I'm like, yes. They're like, okay, you're fine. Like they, they were not like concerned at all. So another thing that people are like, what's your, people are asking, you know, when I'm going to stop painting and what my schedule is like. So I stopped painting on a ladder about two months ago, not because I don't have balance. It's just because my feet hurt when I'm on a ladder. (laughs) It just, it's not fun standing on a ladder all day, having this like 30 extra pounds strapped to my belly. It's just, it adds more weight and it hurt my feet. So that's why I didn't paint on a ladder. And people are like, it's unsafe or whatever. It's like, I didn't feel unsafe up there. And I just, I went with the thing of like, if it's really unsafe, like nobody should be doing it. You shouldn't even be doing it while you're not pregnant. So I just took normal painting precautions, safety precautions to make sure I was generally safe and it was fine. But I've had also my father and plenty of comments saying, you should not be on a ladder. Anyway, it was fine. I didn't feel like I was unstable at any time. And so... I did it. it, whatever. And just to speak on what it was like carrying a baby in my belly for <laughs> and while muraling, it, anything that was on the ground was <laughs> was very annoying, like picking you know things up like paint cans or paint brushes that fell or whatnot. Sometimes I would just look at it and be like, I'm not picking that up right now. <laughs> like it's just uh, it was annoying, but also it wasn't like nothing was debilitating. There was no nothing that I was like really upset about that I had to, you know, there was no like physical limitations that were crazy or anything. Like I just 
I had a great pregnancy and and still having it. And there I was able to work pretty much and do pretty much the exact same things as I would before, just maybe not for as long. So my feet would definitely hurt or my legs would get really tired after a few hours. So I would just bring a chair over and sit and it would be fine. But however, if I was getting off the ground or onto something and you were around me in the, in the last probably four months, you definitely would hear me grunting and get, be like, ugh, like, ugh, just like getting off the ground. It's like, let me lift. It's, it reminded me of doing squats at the gym. That's what it was like. It was just so much extra weight for me. I started out at about 115 and then I gained about 35 pounds now. And so having like that much more weight on my already small body, it was a lot for my legs and it still is. <laughs> but I'm still, I walk most nights, I keep active. And so it's fine. There's nothing that was, I also, I have scoliosis. And so I thought that my back would be in much worse shape than it was or is, and it was fine. Like there's, so sometimes my back would hurt, my lower back, but then I would just rest it for an hour and then I'd get up and be fine. Like there was no, I was able to work the whole time. I mentioned this because these are all the things that I was curious about before I went into this. So maybe if there's somebody, you know, listening who is maybe wanting to do this or whatever, like I hope I give you a little bit of hope into not every pregnancy is difficult and it was actually fun and I got a lot better engagement on my social media showing my pregnant belly as I was painting. People love a pregnant person. It's great. <laughs> so I only have a week left of this, maybe, I don't know how long, but I am milking it the whole time. People on social media love a pregnant belly. Overall, I'm just feeling really excited and calm and positive about this whole birthing newborn baby experience that I'm about to go through. And I have zero worries <laughs> or physical pains. And really having a very easy pregnancy has reassured me that my body is just made for this. And I'm a very lucky person in general. So like, I mean that vague. Like if somebody told me there was a 50% chance that things could go terribly wrong, I'm like, no, it's it's not going to happen to me. I just, I know. <laughs> I call that blind naiveness. But from experience, things have just gone my way like my whole life. And I get exactly what I want if I just put it out there and take a couple steps towards it. Like doors just open. And granted, I've been staying active and eating healthy and taking steps to make sure that I'm, you know, do having a healthy pregnancy and all the things. I'm not just sitting around. But in life in general, you could argue that like I'm making my own luck here. But even with something that's more of a gamble, like labor and delivery is, I still know that it's going to be fine. And if something happens, I'll be able to handle it because I've handled so many other crazy things in life so far. I just don't see this upcoming chapter being something that's going to throw me off my feet. You know, I've been through some crazy obstacles to know that I can handle this. And whatever happens, I don't know why I'm sharing this, partly because I've had so many people try to like unnecessarily comfort me this past year, being like, are you okay? Like just coming at it almost negatively, being like, "You, you it must, I've literally had people come up to me and be like, it must suck right now for you, huh? I'm like, no. And like people will be like, it's going to be okay. And I'm like, I know. Or people will be like, oh, don't worry, you'll bounce back. And I'm like, I know. <laughs> like maybe I'm sharing this because I wish you know, more of my Artist Academy students had that outlook on their art business. 
a mentor can see your future so much more clearly than you can because we've been through it. And so many times I've talked to artists who are so clearly going to make it because they're putting in the effort, they're taking the baby steps, but they have this doubt that's implanted in their mind that's keeping them from taking that next step. And typically, like you all know what your next step is, right? You know, maybe it's making the time for your website, just putting the website up. Maybe it's to be consistent with social media or maybe online isn't working for you. So you're you're like, okay, maybe I should go around face-to-face with potential customers to promote my art business instead of hiding behind a screen, you know, if that's working. Or is to set up your printing strategy. We typically have an idea of what the next step is. And it took me forever to find a drop shipping service I love. I just kept putting it off. So I am right there in procrastination with you sometimes. But you know what your next step is. It's just, I feel like half the time it's just finding the confidence to do it and not and setting those excuses aside, whatever they may be, and just taking that next step. <laughs> or say you don't. You know, say, you know, if you need help clarifying what that is from someone who's been there doing something very similar, I do offer student spotlight calls with my students, you know, for artists who need that one-on-one chat with me. Maybe you have an upcoming project or, you know, you just need a plan for your unique art business. I'll be continuing to do these, like I said, in December and January, both for you because I know that these two months are some of the most critical times of the year to get your shit together and also selfishly, I'm going to do this for me because it lightens me up to talk to aspiring artists to help them. And I think it'll be good for my mental health to do while I'm sitting at home with a new baby. It just, it helps me too to talk to other artists, other like-minded people and to help them. (laughs) And because I've been where you are and be like, so where do I go from here? Like, and just not sure. And which is why I put out a podcast and a book and all the things to be like, look, this is the path. Just do it. (laughs) This is some encouragement. Clap. I'm clapping for you. I'm going to continue to do the one-on-one calls. These are not free. These are $40 if you are in the Artist Academy. And it's a one-on-one call that we can schedule around your schedule and we can get and chat about anything you want. Or, like I said, we have a free, if you're in the Artist Academy, it's free to you, every Monday call for all the members. We all get on there. And sometimes there's a lot of questions and, you know, people, you have to wait your turn. So it's not necessarily like, a one-on-one kind of type thing. But if you have it in your schedule to come on a Monday and you want to get also feedback from all the other artists that we have on there, come ask your questions there and get clarity. It's included in your membership. (laughs) Just this morning, I was on a virtual meetup call and I was bouncing on my little pregnancy ball (laughs) and just like talking to people being like, yeah, do this or like answering questions. So I'm just, yeah, that's very informal. A lot of times people show up to these things and they're painting or muraling or sketching or something and people just want to tune in and talk to people or just ask a quick question, whatever. Our virtual meetups, that's what they're there for, to get clarity on the content that I'm putting out in the Artist Academy or maybe you have questions about products or anything that I'm not answering here in this podcast. So, okay, that's all I have for you. I hope that this has inspired you to take action and also informed you on all the different ways that I get business. And yeah, okay, I'm going to go have a baby now. (laughs) I will talk to you next week.